Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. The world of an INFP is like an emotional kaleidoscope, fascinating and a bit chaotic. Hey, I'm Matt Sherman. I once got lost inside my closet and uh, Narnia is a lot smaller than you'd imagine. Let's talk about INFPs and how we process emotions and emotional depth and the complexity that comes with being an INFP and the cognitive functions that our personality type uses. Understanding how an INFP processes emotions and some of the strengths and struggles that come with it will help you navigate relationships better and help you navigate yourself as well, especially in times of overwhelm. So first, understanding that INFPs empathize deeply with other people. And this is because we really feel what it's like to be in the other person's shoes. So I have a bunch of extroverted feelers in my life. And one thing that I've noticed recently is like, if there's an issue, if there's a problem, like, okay, I, I just getting over the flu and my ESFJ mother-in-law was like, well, you know, you shouldn't have told your work that you've got the flu for this long and you could have just gone back to work and work. And I was like, well, then I would get other people sick. But in her mind, from my understanding, based off all these added on experiences, that that's the outsiders, like that's another set of people. And so I don't need to be um, cognizant and aware or, or caring about how I'm impacting them. But for me, it's like, I think of like the individual person that I might get sick, for example, because I didn't do the thing that I should have done. So I'm hurting this one other individual person by me not taking care of the situation in the way that I should have. And so with this empathizing deeply with other people, it's not like we take on their emotions, which is something that a lot of people will say is, uh, you know, I absorb other people's emotions. It's that we have spent so many hours delving into who we are as a person, how we feel about this thing, what's important to us, that we project that onto other people with our extroverted intuition, this idea battery character within us that just wants to explore different possibilities and see what happens and, you know, connect different things and innovate. That ideational, expansive aspect, plus going deep in with ourselves and what is important to us and who we are as a person. So we can put those on to other people and we can imagine what it's like to be the other person. And that creates some issues when we are trying to understand what to do in a situation. Because it's not just us that we're trying to figure out. And is this the right decision for us? It's, well, is this decision going to negatively impact an individual in a way that causes them to lose um, sovereignty or themselves to tread on another person's individual nature? And that is quite complex and it creates, again, a lot of issues. And other people might think that, oh, that's extroverted feeling because you're worried about another person. But it's not, it's not like the 
I'm worried about the culture or how my interactions are going to be perceived. It's if I were that other person, if I, me, it's a self-focused thing, but put into another person, I, their identity. Uh, and that is weird, right? I understand that. This is why like when I walk through the, the clothing store and I see a mannequin with like the poles going up their legs to keep them straight and balanced, I feel sorry for the mannequin. I'm like, oh, that, that hurts. Like, and I, I start to like wince in pain by looking at uh, an inanimate object. And I can do that with trees or rocks, ants, anything. And so, of course, I can do that with people too. And as an INFP, I'm pretty sure you resonated with what I'm talking about right now. We can put ourselves into other people's shoes and other things, shells, or whatever their body is called, their container for their soul or whoever they are. And that is very complex because there's always a, a plethora of intentions and different experiences and possibilities, goals, desires, fears, that are all mixed up in this cocktail of who we are and what we want to do. And how does that affect another person? How does that affect us, our future self? Um, are all of our past selves going to be clapping and applauding for this action or not? Like we have to pass these decisions through all these different parts. And that is exhausting for a lot of the, a lot of our lives until we start to understand which voices should have the most say, which voices are in charge in our lives, which are the leaders, which are the most, not most important, but the ones that are going to be able to lead the charge and accomplish most of the things that we want in our lives without hurting other people and other parts of ourselves. Yeah. If you're not an INFP and you just heard me say that, you're just like, you're talking about that so exhausting. And uh, yes, yes, it is. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I enjoy it. I, I now I'm happy with who I am as an INFP and I wouldn't trade it for anything else. My face itches. It's also important to know that self-awareness is what allows us to steer through these emotional mazes. Um, it's like the fuel. And the only way to get that self-awareness is, is through doing things in different circumstances, different contexts, different situations outside of what we've experienced before. And I know that's scary. That's where all the dragons are. That's where all the scary stuff is. But that is how we learn the most about ourselves. We can contemplate, we can journal and take notes and try to figure these things out before actually doing it as much as we want. But with everything in life, you can have a plan. But the second you meet with the enemy, the plan changes. Things are always going to change. And so being able to embrace being spontaneous, which is part of our personality type, it's our auxiliary function, innovating, explore, extroverted intuition, wants to be spontaneous, wants to allow things to emerge as they do. And that gives us so many data points to understand who we are as people. Because we're like, whoop, I did this thing. I felt that way about it. Didn't like that. Maybe I'm not going to do that again. Or maybe I approached it wrong. 
Or maybe if I were in this other mood and I did that thing, then it would have been different. Or I'm just going to completely steer away from that and I'm going to do this opposite thing now that I know. Now that I know. Knowing is half the battle, right? So being able to put yourself into those scary situations that are outside of your comfort zone, I'm obviously not talking about truly scary, life-endangering situations. Be careful about that stuff, of course. But putting yourself out there to do things that stretch your knowledge of your identity is how you learn more about who you are as a person. And then you can post-process that. You can go home, you can journal about it, you can talk to your different parts, you can write stories, you can do art, creative work, YouTube videos, make characters, dances. You can do all these different things to help you express and explore those emotions, those kinesthetic feelings of who you are, how it feels within you. You can process it like, what does it feel like? What color is it? Where is it located? What happens if I spin it the other direction? Put it back in or expand it or put it in a different place. That's all weird stuff that you can do to post process those emotions, but you got to feel the emotions first. And if you put yourself in different contexts, doing different things outside of your comfort zone, then you're going to experience more of those and you're going to have more to, um, to play with, to tinker with. So know that we process emotions very deeply. Our introverted feeling always wants to delve and refine more and more about who we are as a person and get to a deeper level of understanding of the emotion, of the value, of what's important to us, of who we are. And extroverted intuition is going to want to spread us out the other way. So it's always a balance. Everything within the psyche and Jungian psychology is all about balancing these polarities. And so also remember, again, that we project ourselves onto other people to understand what to do in a situation based off, you know, if, if I made a mess in the store, then this other person is going to have to clean it up. So that's why I clean it up, not because it's socially expected, but it's because somebody else is going to um, suffer because I didn't do the thing that I should have done. And we feel kinesthetically these emotions. They are felt senses within our body that are hard to um, decisively pinpoint until we've defined them. Once you define it, then you know, you know what it is. You can give it a name, give it a label, give it a color, give it a, a texture, give it a location, and you can more readily access that to make quicker, easier decisions in the future. And that is how you can begin to process this complex sense of emotions within yourself as an INFP and um, better utilize that in the future for yourself and others. I hope it helped. And if you want to know more about how I describe emotions, check out that video right over there. All right, good luck, have fun. Peace. Thanks for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you 
to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.